Welcome to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia, and we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Sophia. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. That's good. That's good. The weather out there is terrible today. It is. It's been terrible for, what, the last two days? Yeah. But I'm not complaining because anything north of Newport News has got hit bad with snow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I'm all right with that. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to one of my... um, Actually, an agent that I work with up in the Maryland area, and she was telling me that, yeah, I got hit with a good amount of snow mm-hmm. um, on over, I think it was earlier, towards the end of last weekend and uh, earlier this week. So she was like, the kids were out of school and everything. And yep. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking, I'm hoping we do get some snow this year, though, man. I ain't going to lie to you. I know I feel like we haven't really had a significant amount of snow in a, you know, a couple of years, so I'm hoping that we get at least a little bit, just a little bit. You know, my kids been asking for it, so you know, I want to see a little bit of snow out there so I can make a snowman with them or something. So, mm, okay. Yeah. Sound yeah. like you're not on board with that. Though. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. No. You're talking no, no about a person that walked to school in the snow when yeah. the snow was to your feet. I mean, to your knees. Yeah. So no. Yeah. So you built for that life though. So I mean. But that, but I don't like it. Okay. You know, I've, I've experienced okay. it. Like you, yeah. you've experienced it only a little bit. So it's exciting for you. Yeah. For me. Not so much. Well, well I, I'll say this. When I was growing up, for it was kind of weird. I don't know how to, I know climate control. I'm not, I'm not into, I don't know all the ins and outs of that. But when I was growing up, it was a lot. We used to get snow even here because, I, you know, obviously grew up mainly here. We used to get snow a lot more then than we get now. You know what I mean? Like, we used to get snow every single year. We would be out for a while because of snow. Like, I mean, that happened pretty pretty frequently, pretty, almost every, every winter, I would say. But now I don't feel like it doesn't really happen that much as it used to. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm okay. Yeah, I like. I, if it were me, I would be living in Florida right now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I like to go to the beach on Christmas. You know, that's yeah. my that's ideal for me. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then cool. when I want some snow, I get on that thing called an airplane and head up to Michigan. Get my little two three days in, and then I'm out. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Speaking of beach, I mean, um, last weekend, that's what we did. So the kids were out of school Monday, right? It was Martin Luther King Day. Um, And so we were trying to figure out something to do with our kids, you know, because of the holiday on Monday. So Sunday, uh, after my son's game, which they won, they won 10-2, which was cool. They beat the team pretty handily this time. Last game was really close. It was 12-10, but this time they won 10-2. He actually scored again, which was really dope. Um, uh, it was crazy though. One of the kids got hit with the basketball and like his nose started bleeding pretty bad. So it was like, I mean, it was blood everywhere. They had to stop the game and everything. It was kind of crazy. But, um, Dang. yeah, but last weekend we, uh, we stayed What'd down. What'd they get a, hit with? An elbow or something? No, but the, got hit with the basketball. Oh, with the basketball. Yeah, yeah, the basketball oh. hit him in his nose. Yeah, he was trying to get a rebound and it hit him. And, uh, yeah, he started leaking like instantly. It was crazy. Mm. Um, but... But yeah, so we, we went down to the uh, the oceanfront, stayed down there this past uh, Sunday into Monday, and that was pretty cool. You know, the kids, like I said, they love, you know, the beach, like, you know, obviously growing up here. Um, they love just hotel rooms, which is kind of bizarre. They like jumping on the beds and all of that, jumping from bed to bed um, inside the room. Um, so that was pretty cool. We went to Mellow Mushrooms, a pizza spot we always go to down there. Um, we walked around the beach. Um, it was actually pretty nice on Sunday, too. The weather was like, I think, right at 60, so it was really, really nice. Um, for this time of the year, and then um, we had dinner. I had a gift card at Orion's Roof. Uh, shout out to my boy Lou. Um, it actually was valid. I know we talked about it last week. It did work because I've had it for like I want to say it's been close to a year, if not a year. Um, so we used it. 
dinner was on him, so that was dope. Um, you know, and yeah, it was just chill, man. It was, it was pretty good to get a, you know, what to say, staycation. You, you know, you, you're not really going nowhere, but you're, you know, you're not staying at your house. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that was pretty cool. Was yeah. Pretty cool. The kids loved it. They had a good time um, and enjoyed themselves, man. So that was pretty dope. Nice. So I can understand, like you said, I, having the beach in the wintertime, Christmas, like the weather, like if it was like 80, that, that would be dope. That would be dope. But mm-hmm. I do like to see it. I like to experience all four seasons, though. I do like the weather to change and, you know, experience the cold, experience the warmth, all that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I live in Florida, we still had days where you could put on, you know, a little nice little sweater and some boots or something. Yeah. Yeah, but it won't like But it'll never get under yeah, 60. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That to me that's not winter. Like you winter is you got to be like, you know, 40s, yeah, no. 30s like that. Yeah. If you are under 60 consistently, then that's not really experiencing a full winter. So. Yep. Yeah. So, um last weekend, let me see what I had to do. We, me and the family went out to Neat Bird for dinner on Friday night. Okay. On Saturday night, or Saturday morning, I made breakfast, and then I made um, dinner. And so for breakfast, I made um, sausage, eggs. I did a fish and grits, and then I did a, a French toast with, like, strawberries and bananas. and. Okay powdered sugar and stuff, and then I made some fresh orange juice because I got this juicer that I've been using, like, nonstop. Okay. And then um, for dinner, I actually went and got a tomahawk steak, and I put it on the grill. Cool. It was huge. (laughs) Tomahawk steaks are big. Yeah, it was huge, but it was so good. Like, it tastes so good, and then I put, like, two slabs of ribs on the grill, and so I made dinner for like up until like Monday. So it was it was good, you know. That's good. And it was it, nice. So it was it was actually yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, let me think. On Sunday, I don't remember what I did on Sunday. And then on Monday, that was the day that I utilized to uh, braid my my kids' hair. So I bro- I braided hair on Monday. Okay. To get them ready for the school week. How did you? Because uh, I don't do hair every week. Gotcha. I was gonna say, how did uh, as far as I know, Neat Bird, uh, I seen on Instagram a couple of uh, this is maybe like a month or two ago. I know an agent that went to Neat Bird, and it was like a big thing. It was it was actually kind of funny that um, she was complaining about the Wi-Fi in Neat Bird, and then she was also complaining about the food wasn't that great. And so she actually like put on Instagram like you know was voicing her opinion. You know what I mean about you know the service and then also about. You know, um, I guess the Wi-Fi and all that or whatever. She wasn't able to, you know, work and make calls, be on the Internet or whatever. And so she was, like, at Neat Bird on all of these comments. And then so, like, a per, I guess the the person who works the social media for Neat Bird was, like, going back at her. Like, it was going back and forth. It was actually pretty funny. Um, you mm. know, I was kind of, it was very unprofessional. I'm surprised that the person, I guess, the, whoever does the social media for Neat Bird was, like, you know, exchanging like that. But um, how did you like Neat bird, I like. I'm assuming fried chicken or something right there. Yeah, so pretty good. I mean, it was it was actually a different experience for me because it's not my first time actually eating at that restaurant. Typically, I like their whole chicken. Like when I say whole chicken, like a full chicken wing or a full thigh or a full breast, full leg. I like their full chicken more than I do their like wingettes, right? Mm -hmm. But this time. I had the opportunity to order both mm-hmm. since we ate as a family. Yeah. And I got hot wings and then I got 
like a, a count of chicken, right? Mm-hmm. And this time the wingettes were actually better than the chicken. So oh. I don't know if it was because they were busy that night and they didn't like have the time to really, you know, do what they normally do. Cause I know that that can take into account because I'm a, I cook, I, I, I'm a cooker. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you cooking all day, you can get tired of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine like, what the cooks experience inside of, you know, restaurants, especially that are, like, busy. Yeah. So I didn't want to – I don't want to bash them and say their food is nasty, but it's not – it's not a place that I woke up and was like, oh, man, that chicken was good, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. yeah. I actually prefer my own cooking, but sometimes Did I just don't like cooking. Did you have any uh, like cocktails at all? Any drinks? I know they got some good selection there. Good, good uh, um, whiskey and bourbon selection. Yes, I sh- I did not drink any whiskey or bourbon. I did have um one drink. It was like a lime drink. It was mm-hmm. a it was a was it a vodka? No, it no, I tried a mezcal and I forgot that I didn't like mezcal. Mm-hmm. So then I asked she said that she could switch it out for something else and I got something with uh vodka in it. So I had one drink. That's it. I didn't okay. drink a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. curious if you tried any. I mean, I know they got a pretty good selection. I've been there a couple of times myself, so I was just curious if you uh, yeah. tried anything. or I hadn't been there in a little while, so I don't know if they maybe had like something new or something. So. Yeah, now I went to lunch at Cork and Bull yesterday, which was, you know, that's that's kind of my spot. I love that, and I had the uh, Rockefeller, Roy- uh, Rockefeller Oysters. Oh, yeah, they're good there, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super good. Yeah, yeah. So it was a nice time, that's and dope. I had like a salad on the side, but yeah. That's good. Love Cork and Bull. Yeah. I got a <laughs> gift card there, too, matter of fact. I got a I got hundred a hundred and something dollar gift card there yeah. too, so I, that's definitely gonna be on my radar to to go check out here very soon. I need new friends. I need friends like you. <laughs> Shoot, I yeah. give gift cards. It got ten dollars, maybe twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Don't nobody give me no hundred dollar gift card. Yeah. I need new friends. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, I, 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 definitely, definitely is dope. You know, what I mean, I, I appreciate it. You know, so, but um, but yeah, what else? What else? What else happened this past week? I know for me, I had um. Like I said, we had a little bit of a short week because of the holiday on Monday. Kids were out of school. Yeah, and um, then Tuesday we went into our sales meeting. Yeah, we had our sales meeting on Tuesday. So that was pretty cool to see a lot of the folks in the office that, uh, you know, we typically don't see. It's top of the year, so mm-hmm. you know, everyone wanted to show up. So you know what's funny? I, I I actually showed up to the meeting late that morning, and I'm trying to figure out why I was late. It has something to do with my middle child. And so I walked in. I would say maybe five minutes late, if that. I could tell that I was like not too too late, but my manager, our manager, was up there talking, and I saw him kind of not talk, like he was waiting. And then when I walked in the room, everybody was clapping. What was that for? Um. <laughs> oh yeah, he stopped because he said uh, he was actually he never started, so he was getting ready to start talking. Uh huh. And he was like. Um, he said, uh, hold on. He was like, he was actually getting ready to say something. And then he was, oh, there goes Sophia. And she's like, Sophia's fashionably late. <laughs> and then so, you know, so then that's when you walk through the door. And then, like you said, everybody started, you know, just kind of being funny. So, so yeah, the meeting hadn't quite started yet, but okay. he was literally about to say something. And then he saw you. So he kind of, you know, paused, let you walk in the room. So <laughs> that yeah. is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Bob that got was, a sense of humor. So, yeah. yeah. That was funny. I, yeah. I was, I was shocked. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. All this, all this love. Okay, I yeah. took it in. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but it was it was actually pretty funny. But um, outside of that, yeah, we did have a short week. I'm trying to figure out what. Yeah, so I had um last night I had a pretty cool dinner with um an agent I've been building with over the last six months. We closed um, a good amount of deals. Oh yeah. Um, so I had a dinner with her and then also uh, the builder as well. So she. Pretty much focuses on uh, new construction. She's kind of labored on championing herself as being like a new con- new construction expert. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was pretty cool. We had dinner last night. Um, was able to kind of talk about different things that we're trying to do. Um, you know, we got a buyer who we just got under contract for eight hundred ninety thousand, which was really really good. It's a new construction home that they're um, that not this builder that we were with, but uh, they're buying in a neighborhood that a builder is building houses in Chesapeake. Um, okay. And so yeah, so that was pretty cool for us to do that. Um, the house will be done. I think it's in July, top of July. Um, so, you know, they were really excited. The buyer was really excited. Um, he's a vet. Um, he actually is pretty dope. I was having a conversation with him. Um, he is a military vet. Um, he has disability as well. Um, and he also now teaches at, uh, at, uh, what high, some high school in Newport news. I can't remember exactly the high school, but, uh, he was a real cool guy. I could tell he was just like, man, he wanted to give back, you know, to some of the students there in the area. Cause he grew up here. Um, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, you know. Man, speaking of um, high schools, I had a client that I took an application for, and you know, like when you're taking an application, there's a lot of like in between time, you yeah. know, because mm-hmm. we're entering the information, and if you if if you're a client, you know how you are. You you're talking, yeah. and then you give us the information, but then you get off track, and then you give us the information, we get off track, right? Yeah. So she brought up that. Um, at some high school in Norfolk, there was a stabbing. Oh wow! I didn't hear about that. Yeah, mm. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It's only shoot. There's only three, four high schools in Norfolk. There's what? Granby, Maury, Lake I Taylor. I think it's Maury. Maury High School. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw on the news that at Tallwood, there was a um, a mother, a, a, a kid who was receiving death threats. Oh, for real? Basically saying, like, sending pictures of, like, you know, guns and dead people saying, I'm going to come to the school and get you type of thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And they had to um, involve the the uh, the school. Mm. And then, you know, the mom also reported it to the news. Um, oh, wow. W, what, what, what is it called here? WTVZ? Yeah, a couple of them. It's WTKR. It's WVEC. Oh, well, yeah, what are those? Wavy TV 10. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's three. It's channel yeah. 3, channel 10, okay. channel 13. Okay, it was yeah. one of those. What are, what, are, what are the W's? One of the W's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, man, but it stood out because you went to Tallwood. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. I hate to hear stuff like that, um, especially hits home for, like, yeah. you know, like I said, a school I went to. Um, it is and scary. Just in general. Yeah, it is it's scary. It's scary because, you scary. know, those types of threats can be real. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, you see it all the time. I mean, you see the it, mass shootings. You know what I'm saying? You see, you know, it's uh, it typically starts with something like that, like you said, some type of something. Maybe sometimes people don't really take it serious, and then mm-hmm. it gets to the point where it actually, you know, happens, and then everyone looks back like, man, like where were the signs at, or what, you know, yeah. how did how could we have prevented this? So mm-hmm. I um, teach my kids like, look, don't be a bully. You don't want to be a target. Look, yeah. Yeah. be nice to everybody, yeah. no matter how different they are to you. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, it definitely. could be, you can you can get hung up with the not the wrong crowd, but with the wrong person who doesn't care about talking about other people. It's not that they're a bad person, but they can yeah. just you know 
speak their mind a little yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. And yeah. get caught up in that, you yeah. know. So yeah, yeah, you definitely be yourself. Don't do that. Yeah, always. Yeah. Yeah, definitely be yourself. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that that uh. Hate to hear that, man. We actually, sure, we got the basketball event on um, on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, Tallwood. So, um, yeah, man, that's crazy. That's yep. crazy. That is crazy. I, I try to, um, like I said, I tried to give back, you know, to the community. So we have, you know, the the basketball tournament that we were uh, we had earlier last year during the summertime. Um, you know, we, one of the uh, things or one of the purposes behind the tournament was to give money back uh, to the community, and so we're actually giving some money to the Tallwood basketball program. Yes. So, yeah, the guy who's the head coach there, um, he's a buddy of mine. I've known him for, you know, 20 years now, probably longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm sad to hear something like that's going down, you know, especially locally here and especially at the high school that I went to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the, the what, the little kid who shot his teacher in Newport News. Yeah, I remember that. That was a couple years ago, right? She was just, um, I think, convicted. Oh, she was? I, I believe she was. She, hold the on, mother, the, not the child. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, the yeah. mother. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I remember hearing something about that. Yeah. Negligence or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a little close to home. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> Definitely tough. I um, she also this week, which was dope, one of my projects, so I got a house in uh, Suffolk that I built. Um, it's a crazy long story, but we put it on the market like a month, maybe a month and a half ago. Um, cause it was almost done and, you know, we weren't really getting that much attention, especially this time of the year. It's kind of, you know, a little slower rates were a little, you know, a little higher. So, you know, we really wouldn't get that much activity on it, but. And it's a special type of person that's gonna yeah, yeah, buy that home cause yeah, it's out in the, it's yeah, out. Yeah, it's out there in the sticks, man. It yeah. is out there. <laughs> I didn't yeah. want to say it. I was like, it's out there in the, yeah, it's out yeah, there. <laughs> it's out there in the sticks. It's like five minutes from Franklin. If anybody's familiar with this area, yeah. like, like where we, you know, where we are or whatever, it's deep, deep Suffolk. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it was it was cool because uh, I bought it the beginning of last year, and the person who connected me to the property, um, shout out to my boy Kaleo, um, he collect he connected me to the property, so I, I tore it down and built a brand new house on it. And the agent that brought the buyer to the house is actually an agent that's on his team. Nice. So it's pretty dope to kind of bring that whole thing full circle. You know, him connecting me, me being the investor. Um, building a new home on it, and they absolutely love it. Like they raved about it. Um, the husband, uh, he's military, he's a vet, um, so they're excited. You know, they have a I think they have one or two children. They said um, so. They're really excited to to grow their family there. Is what they said. So um, I'm excited for them. Nice. And it's pretty cool. Congratulations. Like, appreciate that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like you know, obviously we we invest in real estate. You know, obviously to make a profit, make money. But you know, you really actually are. You know providing shelter and housing for people and, and allowing them to grow their family and, and you know, create dreams and memories in, uh, you know, in places like, you know, beforehand that house, like I said, was just, I mean, it was, you, could, it was un, you couldn't live in it, you know what I mean? So to be able to be a part of something like that, you know, for the greater good, as they always say, I think that's really, really dope, you know what I mean? So that's why I love real estate, man. Real estate is so powerful, um, you know, it's powerful even from beyond, beyond what you probably are even thinking it is, you know, so that's fire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so I'm excited about that. Um, just got the building permit as well on another project, uh, the one in Virginia Beach. So I'm excited to get that one off the ground as well. Um, hopefully we'll get that one going in sometime, probably here in the next week or two. Um, so that's exciting as well. Um, so yeah, man, we got. What about the house in, in Chesapeake? Yeah, Chesapeake, man. I'm still so I got I got a lot overall for two one five two Millville. That um, it's crazy, man, because I bought that lot last summer. 
And I thought it was going to be something that was, I was going to be able to be off the ground by the end of the year. Yeah. But what happened is really the surveying company that I'm having if, issues with, right? So I bought the lot, and the person I bought the lot for was an investor. He's a builder as well, just like how I do, right? Yeah. And he already had a survey on file because um, he was going to build a house on it. So he was working on the site plan, right? And the survey, for folks that don't know, is just really showing you where your property line begins and ends, right? Yep. And it's showing you what's on your property. So, um, you know, if there's a fence, your neighboring fence, or if there's, like, something under the ground, water-wise, all that, it, it lets you know exactly where everything is dealing associated with your property, right? Mm -hmm. So there was already one on file, and typically it takes about four to six weeks to get a survey back once you order a new one. So I'm like, hey, I already got this survey, with this particular company, not going to mention their name, but, you know, I was working. Now, the next day, next phase is actually working on a site plan to turn into the city to be able to get a permit, right? Yep. So I typically use two different survey companies, but with this survey already in line, I mean, they're already being completed, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have that company do a site plan, right? Because they already have the survey. They're familiar. They already did field work with it. Boom. This survey company's been terrible, man. Absolutely terrible. Like, really pissed me off. I ain't gonna lie to you. So, what happens is, we they they finished the site plan for us. That took like three months, which it shouldn't take that long. It should take probably like a month at the best. It took three months. I turned it into the city. The city was like, okay, everything looks good. We just gotta have the calculations on how you're gonna tap into the main water system. The main water system is like 150 feet from the front of the property. So it's just a certain way that you have to enter, and it's a certain depth. So they have to have those calculations on the site plan, right, to issue the permit. Easy. Probably take an engineer probably 30 day. minutes to an hour. Yeah. I wouldn't even say a day. 30 minutes to an hour just to do the calculations. You know, they already had a person go out in the field and actually do the, the field work. So it's just a matter of actually putting the information on paper. Yep. So anyway, we've been waiting since September. For that? For that. Literally just for that part. What is the excuse? I've went up to the office four different times, and the issue is they have nobody running their production there. They literally have a, a, a receptionist up front. They have a uh, the people who complete the survey, the people who complete the field work, and the engineers, right? There's nobody managing them, nobody keeping them accountable for any of the things they have going on, right? So that's the that's really the the issue. So I'm going up there having conversations like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? Everybody's placing the blame on the other person that's involved in getting the work done. So the last couple of times I've been up there, they were just like waiting on the engineer. Engineer had COVID. Um, engineer. You can work while you have COVID. You just can't be around that's, people. That, 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 I've, I've said all of these things. You know what I mean? Then they were like, oh, another engineer picked it up and they had to put it in air queue. So now we got, I'm, I'm in line because they were already doing other stuff. They're picking up for that person because now he's here and he's out of town. It just, it was so much bull crap, man. But uh -huh. it's like, it's, it was at a point and I was having conversations with my builder because you know, we were like, hey, should we just drop using them and go with somebody else? But yeah. it's like, we already paid. I already paid for it, first off, right? And then second off, it's like, if I do a brand new site plan with somebody else and do all of that, I mean, I'm going to pay double the amount, right? And then I'm also going to oh. have to wait however long their wait time is, right? So I felt like I was at like... I'm I'm a sports guy, right? I was I was at, I was regardless. at the ten yard line, yeah. getting ready to score a touchdown. I didn't want to have to start all the way back, you know, at the twenty yard line and start all over again. You know what I mean? But so I'm kind of like, but you you've been at the ten yard line for months. I, I have, I have. So what it's like? What's the like? What do you do though? Like, do you start over and pay double, or do you just consistently wait it out? Because as soon as you get what you need to get from them, you ain't got to deal with them no more. 
You know what I mean? So finally, this uh, past Friday, a week ago, last Friday, I got the information that I needed, turned it into the city. So now I'm just waiting for the city to sign off on it, which that should be any day now. I know we had a holiday on Monday, so I know they didn't get back till Tuesday. They typically get back in about five to seven days, man. So I'm hoping sometime next week we get the building permit for that one um, and then get that one off the ground. So I'm excited about that. I actually was, uh, I had a conversation yesterday when I was picking my kids up from school. Um, a guy that I helped build a house for in Portsmouth, um, you know, real good dude, man, real good dude. Him and his, uh, him and his girl just had a, a baby about a year and a half, two years ago. Um, and so they have a two-year-old, if I'm not mistaken, I think she's two now. Um, but I helped it. I built the house in Portsmouth and that's the, they're living in that house right now. But since their family's growing, they're looking at, you know, getting a bigger home. And so, you know, he was reaching out, connecting to me, connecting with me, wanting to see when him and his wife or him and his fiance can come by and actually kind of go over what that process looks like. Cause they're wanting to probably get a house built cause they really like the new construction process and like a new home. And so I was telling him about the products that I got going on. So he's actually interested in potentially that Chesapeake one. Um, so I how many center, square feet is the Chesapeake home? It's not going to be, be that big. It's going to be like twenty two hundred square feet. Well, how many square feet is the one that he's Portsmouth, moving from? Yeah, that one is. It was seventeen hundred square feet. Oh, okay, yeah, so, so a little so bit a, bigger. A little bit bigger. That's what I told him. I was like, man, I don't know if this one's going to really fit as far as what you're probably looking for because most people, you know, when they're coming from like you know their first time, that first home, seven to eight hundred square feet, they're probably looking for like twenty five plus, maybe yeah. three thousand square feet. So yeah, and he said that he was like, yeah, but he's like, but you know. If it lays out the right way and it feels, because sometimes, like I know, even for me, like being on the the building side and the investing side, right? You can build a home. There's been homes like I built that's like 2,100 square feet that actually feel bigger than a 2,500 square feet. Like if you compare both of them, depending on how the layout is and all that, yeah. like you would think it's like 2,500 square feet when it's actually not. So it really just depends on how everything is laid out, you know what I mean? Yeah, and being able to absolutely. have the space to accommodate that. So now, and and this, the house that I'm building in Chesapeake, that's the area that he wants to be in. So ultimately, you know. What area is it? It's uh, Grassfield. Oh, okay. Grassfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's nice. a desirable area out here. I used to actually live over there uh, before I moved where I live now. So, um, so yeah, 2024 is looking up, man. We've got a whole bunch of projects going on. Um you know, I've had a lot of people hit me up with different opportunities recently. Um, so I'm just, you know, vetting them, seeing, you know, what else, am I, you know, what other products I'm going to take on this year, man. But I'm excited to see how these finally get to the finish line because I bought them last year. Thought I was going to maybe get started, you know, towards the end of this year, maybe even finish them up last year. But it seems like they all are starting to come together now on top of the year. So, yeah. So I'm excited about that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's for my kids, though, man, you know. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what we do it for, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so um, what have you been seeing on the mortgage side? I mean, I know that I've seen a couple things, but I know you mentioned some before we uh, started the yeah. podcast. Yeah, so. I've seen, um, we actually, we had a good run, man, as far as rates each week um, getting better. I would say it was been probably yeah. seven to eight weeks straight. We had rates get better and better. Uh, this week we did have a downward turn i guess you could say um in well, rates. minor setback this minor yeah nothing nothing you know i didn't even really see a difference in the va rate yeah I, with you. it was yeah it, it went down about a quarter of a point yeah or up i should say a quarter of a point i always say the reverse of it but yeah rates went up a quarter of a point for va um and pretty much across the board every loan type um and and the reason being was the retail spending um data came out yeah uh halfway i think earlier halfway through this week and they were predict, predicting it to go uh, go up from last month about 0.3%. And it actually went up 0.6%. Um, yeah. And so that kind of, it gave, 
you know, the investors when it comes to the mortgage-backed securities kind of pause like, oh, man, like, is the Fed, because uh, earlier, you know, they were, the Fed towards the end of last year said they're going to potentially raise rates or drop rates, drop I'm sorry, rates cut rates four times. three to four times yeah. this upcoming year. So they were like, oh, man, with the numbers, you know, still not necessarily being where it needs to be, are they going to, you know, reverse that saying and, and potentially raise them again or just kind of keep staying packed and not cut rates? Like, so it was a lot of... That data didn't support what the Fed said earlier, so there was kind of some adverse reaction there in the market. So, yeah, um, yeah. So that's why we saw that impact when it comes to interest rates. So that's what I saw this week. Hopefully, next week, you know, we get some better information. Um, you know, we can, you know, continue that downward, uh, you know, drop in rates. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Actually, this week I had a, um, a couple of people. Like I said, even with where we are rates wise now, that I'm helping refinance. Um, you know, for various reasons, you know, combining debt, um, you know, and I think we've talked about it before, like, even though rates are, you know, higher, like I got a VA guy, military guy, um, who his rate right now is at like 3% mortgage, right? But for us to do the VA refinance, um, it would be like 5.75 right now because his mortgage is already with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's trying to pay off a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. Um, he owns a boat that he's trying to pay off, he said. He owns like um, some other just debt, frivolous credit card debt that he's mm-hmm. just trying to consolidate and he's trying to leverage his mortgage um, by doing that. And so us, when we're looking at the numbers, he's going to save like 800 bucks a month by doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's something that you know is out there to potentially have. And I told him like, hey, we can do that now, right? Get that off your back, start the year off, you know what I mean? Save you some money. And then if rates drop even again, you know, at the end of this year, after six months from now, we can we can do, you know, a VA Earl so you don't miss that surge in that as well. Because that's what he was trying to, like, decide, like, hey, should I just wait till rates get lower? Because that's where everybody's saying it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or should I just go ahead and do it now? And uh, I was like, yeah, man, we can. you can really get the benefit of both by doing something now. You know, at least get that debt cleared up because he said he's he's kind of struggling, you know, right now with you know with where his debt is in this situation. So we can at least kind of alleviate that now and then put you even even a better situation, you know, six to months to a year from now. So, yeah. yeah. So I had someone reach out to me um, actually just yesterday asking to refinance, but they're not a veteran. Yeah. So you know that's another uh, advantage that you have as a veteran is because. When you go to refinance, you only are required to have what ten percent of equity yeah. in your property, and with some companies, a hundred you could you could really refinance up to a hundred percent. But it allows you to utilize your home even more, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But this particular client that I was helping, they don't have the minimum requirement of equity in their home. Yeah. So unfortunately, although they have the the funds in their house, yeah. they couldn't refinance. Mm. So yeah, I kind of felt bad for them. But yeah. Me, I'm in the business of helping people, right? Sure. So I was able to kind of look for different options, yeah. present them to them, and then they can go and go elsewhere and try yeah. to figure out what they can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Because yeah, they only had 20% of equity, and that's the minimum requirement before yeah. you can start. Yeah, before you can even start, like, trying to, you yeah. know, borrow against that equity. Yeah. 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 So hopefully, you know, their credit is strong, and they're they're able to qualify for yeah. the program that I did um, mention to them. Yeah. 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 Also, I had a, um, a situation, too, man, something I wanted to touch on this week um, in regards to credit. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that, um, you yeah. know, anytime somebody fills an application out with this, you know, we do see their credit, um, you, you know, just over the years with, 
the amount of times we do see credit, we're able to, and just having a conversation, we have, you know, referral partners that are credit specialists, um, you know, that we understand, you know, what moves the needle when it comes to your credit and how to positively impact it and what hurts and all that, right? Yes. So I've had this conversation a couple of times this week, and I just wanted to kind of bring it out and have a conversation with you guys on it, right? So um, credit, right? And the lady, it was funny, the lady even told me like, hey, I've never talked to anybody about credit. Like my, she was like, my parents never had this conversation with me. And I felt bad, man. I'm like, because like, that's the part like I really feel like should be taught in school. You know what I mean? It's credit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But I know, they, I know why they're not going to do that because like if, if you're helping people, when it comes to like your credit, then it's going to be less late. It's going to close less, the gap. Yeah, yeah. Between the rich and the yeah, poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because people are going to be put on. Exactly. And they're going to know what to do yeah, in yeah. order to not put themselves in situations that yeah. they don't have. But to. I'm gonna be honest with you though. We we in the state. We in the day of the internet, right? Of YouTube. Like you Correct. can easily Google or YouTube. Like, hey, how do I improve my credit? But you got to know to Google it, right? Yeah, I guess you, I, I think, you gotta I think, think I think about the people, society think, and the norms of what they're what they're used to, right? So correct. if if let's just like somebody that is in a low income area, right? Let's say in that box that they live in, mm-hmm. their social norm is to get government assistance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's their goal. That's like their ceiling. You've you've yeah. seen the experiment when you put you know. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they don't, they don't even they're not even thinking outside that box. Yeah, yeah. But but if someone was to get in the box and say, "Hey, this is possible. Did yeah. you know this?" Yeah. Then it opens up that door to say, "Oh," and more people start stepping out into that outside yeah. of that box to figure out all these different nuances. Yeah, I'm not. But you I need agree. people to talk about it. I agree. I'm not even talking about that. Like I, you're 100 percent spot on with what you just said. I'm not even talking about really that demographic of people. Yeah. I'm talking about like a person who understands they know that you have to have a good credit yeah. score. Like people who know, yeah. like you may not necessarily know how to like manipulate and how to do things credit wise, yeah. but you know that, hey, if I want to buy a house, I have to have a good credit score. Correct. Or you've had your credit rammed to get your cell phone. All these other things that you Absolutely. have, you understand, you have a car, like you know that credit Absolutely. is important, right? Yeah. Now, you don't know the different nuances of it, but you know it. Those are the people I'm talking yes. about. Like maybe you never had like, you know, an actual conversation about credit. Um, but you know you need credit to buy the car. Yeah, you know you, know you, you need, need credit yeah, to get the yeah, house. So I get what you're yeah, saying. So just yeah. YouTube it. Like, I mean, you can YouTube it. But anyway, you sure can. going back to the to um the conversation I had with this young lady, actually a couple times this week with different people, is that she was under the impression because she's been late on she has a credit card and a and a um and a loan, right? Things like a uh, a personal loan. She's been late on both of those, like habitually over the last like 12 months, like literally like every month. I mean, cause it shows us, you know how we look on the credit report, Sophia. It shows us like each Everything. month. Yeah. Like each month, like when they were late, yeah. how long they were late, 30, 60, 90 days, whatever. Yeah. This woman has been late every month. Yeah. Right. So She's I was having this conversation. that being late, the panel time is it, what it, I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> and for me, it's like, and when I had a conversation with her, she knew that. Like it wasn't yeah. like new news. Yeah, it wasn't new news. Like oh man, I've been, I've been thinking it's been coming out of my account, or I thought I had it on auto pay and it wasn't whatever. Like she knew that she was being late, right? right? So that's what I'm trying to say. So again, I get it, but some people like yo, like it's you, it, it, A plus B equals C. Though, Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, with her, she was like, yo, I got the money to go ahead and bring both of those accounts current. She was okay. like, I can bring the loan account current. She's like, get paid tomorrow, which is today, and she was like. Um, 
I could also pay off the credit card. The credit card was only like twenty five hundred dollars uh, balance. It wasn't nothing crazy, right? Yeah. And so and and I know some people are gonna be like, oh, that's a lot, but trust me. Yeah, in the grand scheme, yeah, that's that's, that's yeah minimal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from what we normally see. So yeah. anyway, she uh she was like, yeah, she was like, if I do that, will I now be able to buy a house? And so I was like, at the time, her score was like 540, 550 something, right, when I pulled it. And so I was telling her, like, look, like, that's going to look, you know, that's going to help you. It's going to give you a jump in score because your accounts are now where they're supposed to be, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't, just by bringing an account current or paying a credit card off, that doesn't eliminate your payment history and the history of what you've done with those accounts, right? And I seen a light bulb go off in her head. She was like, oh, you're right. You're right. So I was like, yeah, so you're going to have to have on-time payments with this account mm-hmm. really for the next year. Mm-hmm. You know Minimal. What I mean? Minimal. You know what I mean? And, and so depending she was having, on, did she have collections? Uh, she had, Yeah, she didn't have, it was nothing crazy. She had like a medical collection. Oh, okay. nothing, nothing crazy. It was really just, and she didn't have very many accounts, just those accounts, you know. Okay. That she was laid so on. she was doing good. Yeah, so she was. I mean, not good. Nah, don't but... say that. Don't say that. See, that's the thing. People think they're doing <laughs> good. That ain't, nah, Listen, that ain't good. <laughs> that's not good. It's actually really, really bad. She's not but... as far off as, you know what I'm saying? I, well, I'm going to tell you my story next, and okay. you're going to be like, oh, yeah, she's. <laughs> she's doing, in comparison, right? In yeah. comparison. Yeah, 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 I got you. But nah, so I had the conversation with her, and it was just like, it's something I wanted to talk about today was like, when it comes to your credit and your payment history and those things, like just because you pay something off today, but you've had a year history of yes. being late, like that history don't go away. That follows you. Yep. You know what I mean? So your score, her score may go from 550 maybe to 575, mm-hmm. 580. But, that sh- but she's still not going to be able to qualify for a loan because she's had negative history. So we need to have her most recent 12 months be clean, yeah. not have any lates at all. You know what I mean? Because then that <laughs> from us will show that, hey, you know, she potentially will pay the loan back on a timely manner. But if you now just catch the account up today and you're saying, hey, I want to buy a house, and you've shown your most recent history of 12 months is that you've been late consistently, like, no, that's not going to work. No, absolutely not. So that's just something I wanted to share today because I've had that. It wasn't just her. I'm just trying to, you know, you know, you know, keep going at her, but it was a couple people actually had conversations yeah. with different different nuances about it, but it was yeah. very similar. Like, hey, if I just pay this account, does that now make everything better? And I'm like, nah, <laughs> no, I mean, it does, it helps, not. but it doesn't, it's not like erasing what you did beforehand. Yeah. So I had a few similar conversations this week because unfortunately we get more, uh, more applications that with bad credit that we can't approve than we get that we can approve, right? Yeah. And so, Two actually jump out, and they were very similar. So in my situation, right, Mm -hmm. they had a couple accounts that were in good standing that they paid off. So when you take a look at the credit report, you're like, oh, you've paid off these items, right? Yeah, Yeah. Not too many current late payments. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, when I scrolled past all those accounts that had been paid and I looked at the collections, $26,000 in collection. Oh, wow. I mean, no, no, no. 26 accounts in collection. Oh, wow. You actually counted them, George? I did. (laughs) I was about to say, you have an exact number. Like, you didn't even say, like, 26. (laughs) You said 26. 26 collection accounts. Dang. And you know what the question, no, the rebuttal the, I hate, was? I hate to say it, like with, with the Kevin Hart, damn. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. How soon do you think I could buy? Yeah. I said, how soon do you think you could pay all this back? <laughs> right. 
right, 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 right. You know, sometimes yeah, when man. you have clients that ask you those kind of questions, it's like how, the audacity. Hey, was it a sister or a brother too? Yep. It'd be us, man. It'd be us, man. I ain't going to lie. Look, I'm going to say this, yo. (laughs) Look, I love my people, man. But look, these conversations that I'm talking about, most of the time, they they, the people that, they're my my peoples. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you know, and I understand the education gap and all of that is, is, um, is, is, you know, we're we're, we're behind. You know what I'm saying? But still, it's just like, yo, like. I had a client one time, you know, they basically, we were going through that approval process and I asked them, I, I. It was it was almost like it could never click what I was yeah, saying. Yeah. So then I had to use my color yeah. <laughs> and say, if you allowed somebody to, yeah, to break it down, yeah, borrow money yep. and they didn't pay you back, would you pay? Would you allow them to pay you? Uh, would you allow them to borrow again. money again? And they were like, no. I said, okay, well, yeah, that's how the lender looks at it. And yeah. they were like, oh, oh yeah. you're right. Yeah. But we all, but but unfortunately, there's some people who look at certain situations and they say, "Well, I would never not pay where I gotta live," yeah. as if that's like yeah. top tier. Yeah, which I mean, it is. It I mean, is. it is. Yeah, but still, that's not. But if you're not paying everything else, yeah. From the eye of the lender, right? Yeah. The reason why they don't allow you to gain this new collateral because they know that they know that most likely you're going to the first thing that you're going to pay is your housing. Correct. Secondly, your auto loans because you need to be able to get to work, right? Correct. But the reason behind it is because if you draw up and get all these different judgments, collections, and all these things. They come after the collateral, yeah. which is the house, the biggest yeah. thing that you could possibly own. Yeah. yeah. So the lender's not going to take the risk yeah. of not being able to obtain their home back if you decide to keep being delinquent. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. It's as simple as that. Yeah, that's a fact. It's funny having that type of conversation, having to like <laughs> break it down like, you know, in a different way and then like the light bulb comes on. I've done that too what? before. Like I I mean, I was having a conversation with a guy. It's crazy, like you're like talking in circles. Yeah, so I was I was talking to this young young dude, man, and he's sharp sharp guy, man. That's why it's like, man, honestly, Sophia, we need to like, I think we need to look into like, I mean, we do this podcast obviously to put it out there for people to have conversations that we're having. Mm-hmm. But I think, man, we need to like teach a class or something, like really, like no, seriously, like maybe like put like a, a webinar or something, you know, and have people sign up for it, like yeah. you know, because. It's crazy. Like, I was having a conversation with a young brother, man. Young. He's a vet early. He's, like, 25 years old. He's a vet. He works. He's an engineer, making really good money, getting disability from the military. Like, he's set. He's set, right? Right. And, but he's, like, scary, though, which I understand he's young, right? And so he has this house that he really, really loves. And we were having conversations about, you know, he's trying to put an offer on the home, right? And we were talking about closing costs, Right. So kind of shifting the dynamic conversation a little bit, not just about credit, but about closing costs. Mm-hmm. So my phone buzzing this morning, crazy. Um, and he's like, okay, he has money. He had like, let's say, ten thousand dollars saved up, which is good for yeah. a twenty-five. It's really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good. So, but he's like, it's a property that he really likes. There's already an offer on it, and he was asking me and the agent, like, what, like, should he ask for closing costs, right? And it was funny because we were explaining it to him. Like the agent was talking to him. We were on three-way. The agent was talking to him, explaining it to him. Then I see that like he wasn't really understanding, right? So I was just kind of waiting. So then I tried to explain it to him in my way. 
which I pretty much said the same stuff, just a little bit different. I was like, look, you know, this, right now you're in a situation, you really love this home, you do not want this home. And he had been looking for houses for the last three or four months. So it was like, this is the one. He's like, this is the one. This is when he took his parents by it, everything. So I was like, bro, I was like, if you, you have, like, you have the money, like, if you want the house, you can, I would just not ask for closing costs. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so he was like, ah, but I, he's like, but I, I heard, like, you know, everybody's, you know, you hear through the, you know, this, you should ask for. Hear through the grapevine. Hear through the grapevine. Like, hey, right now you can buy a house and get closing costs or whatever. And I'm like, hey, you know, sometimes situations is different, like, as far as, you know, whatever, right? Oh, my gosh, So yes. anyway, he was like, um, he was like, but why? He, he just didn't understand, right? And so I was like, look, I was like, do you like sneakers, man? He was like, yeah, yeah, I like sneakers. I'm like, yeah, I like, I like sneakers too, right? I was like, so just think about a limited Jordan that comes out, right? And I was like, so there's not very many of them, right? So if a limited Jordan comes out and somebody has a limited Jordan and they go on the, on the secondary market and try to sell it, they could sell it for a lot more because there's not very many of them, right? And so he was like, yeah, yeah. He was like, I actually do that, man. I actually sell sneakers. I was like, <laughs> I was like so yeah, I was like, so yeah, just think about it like that. Like right now you're in a situation where this seller has a house. There's already somebody who's offered him money for that house. So what are you going to do that's going to have your offer stick out from him? That, yeah. You know, and then he was like, oh, okay, I got you. I got you. He was like, yeah, let's not ask for no closing costs. I was like, yeah. And we ended up getting the, he ended up getting the house on the contract. That the, the is called funny. Let's say called me. We had a conversation or whatever. Did you tell her about the sneakers? No, nah, it was oh. a dude. It was a, oh. a, 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 a young boy too. Matter of fact, oh, okay. I'll, I'll tell you later who it is because you actually know you actually know the listening agent okay. as well. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. a young boy. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, you know, but yeah, it, it, it was it was just one like you. Sometimes you got to dumb it down. I was like, look, yeah. he just wasn't it wasn't registered until I was like, look, you understand sneakers? I kind of felt that he was like, you know, young. I know the sneakers is a thing now. I was like, yo, this is why it is the way it is, you know. So. But yeah. Absolutely. That yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, 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 sometimes it's like that. Sometimes you have to yeah. bring it down to their level, you know. And yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, uh, that's one thing that I appreciate about, you know, when us being in the business. Because even sometimes when I walk into these rooms when they're talking about different nuances regarding mortgage, yeah. it's like, <laughs> okay, how can you dub that down to even my level? And I feel like I'm pretty high yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> up there, you know. And it's yeah. not because I can't comprehend it. It's just that it's an attention thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's I don't want to sit here and listen to you long enough to hear what you got to say because it's boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's what we we in the that's that's how that's the, unfortunately yeah, that's, that's where we are in life. Where I mean, we are, yeah. I mean, it's something has to has to click early. Like it's even like for me, like I watch a show. You know, matter of fact, um, like if I watch a Netflix show, right? If it doesn't really like grab me or have me like you know in the first yeah in the first like ten minutes, like I'm probably not gonna continue to watch yes. it. Yes, shout out. Matter of fact, it's a show that came on. I I I've been hooked. And my um my buddy told me about it. And I actually went through it this past week too. Um, Fool me once. You see that joint mm -mm. on Netflix? Mm -mm. Yeah, you know how every time. What is it about? Um, it's about a woman who, like, a woman and her husband just passed away, right? Mm -hmm. And so she's just coping with that. She had, they have a young daughter, and um, she actually had. Wait, like, a woman and the husband pass away, and no, no, she's. No, no, no. So I'm sorry. <laughs> The woman and the husband, right? So uh -huh. the woman and the husband. Yeah. The husband passed away. Okay. So the woman is still alive. Okay. And she, they have they have a young child. So there's just left now is the woman and the young daughter. Yes. Right? And so 
you know, the woman's trying to cope with, you know, just obviously now being single, being by herself. And um, she used to be in the military. Like, she used to be, like, heavy artillery, shooting guns, like, fighter plane, like, in military, right? Mm-hmm. And so she's having, like, PTSD dealing with that as well. And so Oh, she, I did see this. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, I did see it. You watched the whole thing? I did. It was boring to me. Oh, man. I was about to say, that joint actually was pretty good. Like, it was I good. mean... Like, because she ended up seeing her husband. Like, she saw him in a nanny cam. Yeah. Oh, AI. Yeah. Well, don't, mm-hmm. don't give it out for everybody, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just say AI. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that tells you a little know. bit. Yeah. If, y'all, if Let you me know, know that the story, because <laughs> I, I said story. AI. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I, I watched I watched that this week. My uh, my buddy Sherm, he told me about the show. He was like, yo, because we were in the gym in the morning, um, and we pretty go pretty early. So he was like, yo, I'm struggling this morning. He's like, yo, the wife had me watching this show last night and I was like what was it called and so he was telling me about it so I, I tuned it I turned it on the next day and I actually watched it I, it got me hooked too and I, I watched the I whole liked, thing in a couple of days I liked the story yeah right mm-hmm. I like I really liked the story I didn't like the acting I because I, 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 I feel like in some of the fighting scenes mm-hmm. it was very like huh huh I think the fighting scenes yeah. what fighting scenes the the main character. Remember when she was in the house and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I didn't like yeah, that. She was like on her but John Wick stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah She was yeah. trying to yeah, be, but yeah, it but definitely wasn't. No, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely that's not. True. Yeah, that, that's true. That's the part that I didn't like. And yeah. I was like. I was more intrigued with the okay, storyline. I, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Because she was like whooping people ass. You like, yo, that shit ain't no. real. Like, she fighting big she dudes. She didn't even like. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, she's not even built like that. I mean, but some people, but you never know. Some people got, they, you know, they. You know what I'm saying? It's this one show called, um, oh, what is it called? Lioness. Mm-hmm. And it's the woman who was the main character in Colombiana. What's her name? Yeah, Zoe Zalanda. Yes. Like she that. is really good at militant fighting combat yeah. type of uh, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she plays in this movie called Lioness, or this show, series. It's, like, it's just like a short series like that one. Yeah. And that show, Fire. Yeah, okay. that one's fire. It it's called Lioness. I think it's on. You mentioned. I think you mentioned it last week when we were yeah. talking on the, on the podcast. I can't. Yeah. I think it's on Apple TV. I can't remember. It's on one of the platforms. If okay. you Google Lioness and you find out what platforms it shows on, you can watch it. But yeah. she is a really good actor when it comes to combat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. actress. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah. it comes to combat type of things, yeah, like yeah. she's very militant. In her character. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Because she did her thing in Colombiana. Yeah, she did. Yeah. That was dope. That was dope. Yeah, I remember that. Especially the scene when she swam through the pool. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my goodness. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty cool. But um, yeah, back to the back to the basics. We got to reel ourselves yeah, back yeah. in. Sometimes we go, you know, we, we're going left, <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, that I just wanted to bring up that... Uh, that you know that situation, and I felt like that's something that, um, you know, when it comes to like credit or just like I said, you know, having that example as far as closing costs, um, dumbing things down a lot of times does help. Uh, but I, I really think we need to look at like a webinar or something like that, Sophia. I might have to really look into that, yo. Listen, so I know we always talk about you know you t- you have your building thing going on. We talk about mortgage. We talk about credit. Now, let's talk about the space of being a, a landlord, right? Because you're a landlord. I'm yeah. a landlord. Mm-hmm. And I was getting dressed this morning, actually. 
And I don't know if or why I had the news on. Because let me tell you guys, I don't watch the news. You do, but I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't play it in the background usually. I don't do any of that. But this morning, I had pressed play because um, Law & Order, the new 2024 season came out, uh, SVU. And so I was playing organized crimes in the background as I was getting my son ready. And the way my bedroom is, it's like, it's, it's, it's basically like a suite, right? So it's like a big L. And then the bathroom, you can see from the, the, the mirror across the room, which then reflects to the TV that's on the other side of the mirror, right? So I could literally be in the bathroom brushing my teeth, look out the, the doors past the closet and stuff, and I could see the TV on the mirror. It's backwards, but you could see it, right? And yeah. if you're playing it loud enough, you can hear it. Yeah. So that show was on while I was getting my son ready. So eventually, I guess it went off. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I didn't really get a chance to watch it in full, but it was just on, right? Yeah. White noise in the background, right? So then the news came on. So this must have been the news from last night. Yeah. That was playing for me this morning. Yeah. And there's a landlord here in Hampton Roads, specifically Hampton. And I'm going to read this to you because I had to look it up. I thought I thought the news was lying to me, y'all. <laughs> so sure. there is a landlord in Hampton. He's a 50-year-old man, 58-year-old man named David Merriman. He owns more than 60 rental properties on the peninsula. And he has been charged with 10 counts of wire fraud. Four counts of interfering with housing rights, two counts of interstate commu- um, interstate communications with threats to injure, six counts of theft Dang. with government money, four counts of making false statements to HUD, four counts of aggravated identity theft, and that was just announced on Thursday, which is yesterday. Oh wow! This man was charged with using threats, racist language, and violence against multiple black tenants within his home. Dang. Dang. That's a lot. That don't sound good at all. None. Yeah. None at all. Yeah. And I was, like, thinking to myself, like, I I mean, six, is he managing these properties, too? Because it like it. sounds like he's, I mean, 60 he's least, properties. I mean, at that like he's point, involved. I guess he's involved beyond to a 10, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. you should have a property manager. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it depends. It yeah. depends. I, I mean, mean, obviously, you can do whatever really, you I mean, feel. honestly, like, if he don't, if he's, it depends, I guess, if he's doing anything else outside true. of that, right? That's you know true. I mean? But you would assume if, if you own 60 properties, you're doing something. No, nah, I, I think, I mean, for me, I, if I own sixty properties, I wouldn't be working nowhere else. I'd be just—that's my, you know what I'm saying? Like that would be paying all of my stuff. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I guess I mean, you're that's, right that's about how I would that. Look at it, you know, because. But I just feel like somebody who has the ambition to 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 own that many properties doesn't have the ambition to just sit and do nothing else. I just feel like when you have that ceiling of like going that far, it. you're going to be you're going to be doing other things. That's how yeah. I look at it. I guess I'm looking at it like. But he's I understand probably, the perspective yeah. of like being set. Yeah, because when you, I mean, just think about it. Like, he, obviously, I think he probably was doing something beforehand. But once you're that deep in 
real estate, yeah. like I can't really see you actually being able to do anything else. Yeah, that's you know what true. I'm saying? So it's like one of those things where like, like for me instance, like I, I don't have that many properties, but if I, I, I got a good amount, right? And yeah. I manage, manage mine myself and me and the wife do. So it's like, you know, because I, yeah. I, I know people who are property managers, oh, and they, they're no they're no different than what you, you can do. No, like, all they do is answer the phone. They got to be available for you to call them, and if there's yep. an issue, yep. you, you got to have somebody be able to go out there. So if, you if have you, all that. Yeah, yeah. So you, I mean, if you know, if you have somebody in all those areas, I mean, you know, and him, he has, him having sixty properties. I'm pretty sure he knows a plumber. He knows an HVAC person. He knows people who can do different things when a house, you know, has issues with it. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine him like working at the shipyard owning sixty properties. Basically, oh no, like, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He absolutely. May, he may not. own these properties. He may be building houses too at the same time or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. absolutely, uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But that was some crazy news. I just that thought crazy, that yeah. you know you guys should know because it shocked the hell out of me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I was like, oh, oh, my gosh. Like, just imagine, you know, how many individuals or how many different people. Like, you can own 60 properties, but that doesn't mean that it's only 60 doors, right? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can also own a quad that has four different tenants yeah. in that one property. All yeah. it said was that you... He owns 60 properties. It didn't True. say what kind of property. So that's hundreds of people yeah. that could be affected by... What he's doing. Correct. Yeah, that's wild. And that's sad. That is sad. Very. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. But anything you saw that came up in the news? Um, nah, not not the news. I haven't really looked at the news, I would say, this week very much, I would say. Um, I've been locked into sports. You know, this <laughs> the uh the NFL playoffs is going on right now. My uh my 49ers. I saw something it. about the Cowboys. Uh, they lost last week. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was that was crazy. They got upset. It was it was the Cowboys actually had a really really good season this year. So a lot of people, like they do every year, all the Cowboys fans think that you know they're going to go to the Super Bowl and they haven't been to the Super Bowl since '95, I think it is. So it's been a long long time. Um, and so this year they had a lot of like expectation and promise, and they end up losing in the first round of the playoffs. So a lot of people were upset. Uh, but my Niners, though, my Niners are doing good. Uh, we are, we're in first place. Uh, so if they go to the Super Bowl, you going? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll be there. It's in Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. And, and you know what? In February, the weather will be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I was actually looking at it. Um, It's funny. So me and my buddy Sherm, because he's a 49ers fan as well. Okay. So we were both talking about. You know, going um, us and the cool. wives, and because Usher is going to be performing this year, so that's going to be dope. Oh yeah, um, he is. You know, at the and they also have a couple other people I've seen um, that are going to be performing as well. That's um, one person I want to see perform before. Yeah, I'm too old to go to concerts. Yeah, not that I'm saying you know I'm gonna be old soon, but yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. Or yeah, before I, he's too old to perform, yeah. one or the other, because yeah. he is older than I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully Niners got they got a game this Saturday actually against the Packers who beat the Cowboys. So the team that upset the Cowboys last week, um, they played them tomorrow on Saturday. Well, hopefully um, y'all win. Hopefully we win. If we win that game, we got one more game next week. If we win that game, then we're in the Super Bowl. So nice. I already been looking at like. You know, um, just like tickets. I was looking at like um, hotels. Obviously, it's mad expensive. Oh, um, especially in Vegas. I mean, Vegas is already expensive. So yeah. then, you know, you you put the Super Bowl in there and now you're playing with fire. Yeah. But it's funny because like <laughs> I was looking at like some of the hotels like where well, I went there for a big fight this past summer and stayed at Aria. I really like that's my, my favorite hotel out there. Um, and like looking at like if I wanted to stay at Aria this weekend, it was only like. 150 bucks, 200 bucks. It's very, it's like very close to like, yeah. you know, what, but like 
the weekend of the Super Bowl, that joint is $1,600 a night. You know what I mean? So just kind of what you were saying, like, even... I mean, even with it being Vegas, it's still like right now it's still real cheap. Like it's actually real, real cheap. Because it's cold in Vegas, it ain't much going on. But if you was to book, okay, for example, if you go during their hot seasons, that's just like in in any. Yeah, like even like here, like something in the water, right? You know, we have something in the water here, like same thing. Hotel prices gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I seen it. It was like sixteen hundred dollars for a night for hotel prices here. It's something in the water as well. But um, but if you go during a prime time, yeah, even if it's not an event. Yeah. Even if it's just you going to have fun, if there is good weather yeah. and that's their time that they see the most vacations, yeah. then it, prices are going to be higher. Correct. But Correct. who goes to Vegas in January? Yeah. Just because. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. cold there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, if, if the Niners go. If the Niners go to the Super Bowl, I'm definitely gonna go. But my buddy, he already booked his um he booked his hotel because out there, another thing that's crazy is the cancellation policy. Because of it right now, like most of the hotels out there, most like the the nicer hotels, um, they don't have any type of refundable cancel cancellation policy right now. Mm. Or, or some of them have twenty one days out, but like twenty we're like we're already within that twenty one day window right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like there's only a handful of them. And uh he he stay, uh, he booked one at the Mirage. Uh, the Mirage has a 48-hour cancellation policy still. Yeah. Um, so the Mirage is all right. I kind of looked at it like I may it's end a up. a backup. Yeah, I may just end up doing it. Well, actually, I may just end up doing it just to have a place, you know what I mean, just in case. But we'll see. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. I think today we brought a bunch of news. Um, again, you can follow us at uh, me at SKB underscore mortgage. Yeah, and I'm at uh, Brian underscore, oh, excuse me, but yeah, Brian underscore Royster, B-R-Y-A-N underscore R-O-Y-S-T-R, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, struggled, you struggled to get that out this morning. Yeah. All right, guys, well, we will see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>